0: what is up everybody welcome back to another episode of to pop to handle i hope you're all having a fabulous week as always we are officially five days away from christmas which is so crazy to say i feel like i've been talking about this for the past two weeks saying how i just can't believe that we are so close to the end of the year but i just every week i'm like wait we're a little bit closer. I mean, that's quite literally how time works. But regardless, it is just, it's crazy. And it doesn't help that yesterday morning, so Monday, was literally 60 degrees in New York. I left my house with a jacket on and I took it off half a block away from my apartment because I was dripping in sweat. I don't know what was going on. We got remnants, I guess, of some hurricane that happened in Florida or some like, maybe it wasn't a full hurricane, but some weather commotion that kept me up all night sunday night i literally was tossing and turning because of the wind and the rain it was so loud and so strong that i was up until like 2 a.m because i could not sleep because it was so insane there was like sticks all over the sidewalk there were leaves everywhere it's like what is going on it was it, i was like this is not the december that i grew up with like this is not the week before christmas that i'm used to that being said christmas is in five days and if i sound a little congested i'm apologizing now But this back and forth weather has me fucked up. I am super sensitive to weather. So like as you guys keep listening and watching like the next year, every time that a change of the season, it's just going to sound like I can't breathe out of my nose. I'm not sick. I just temperature royally fucks me anytime when it comes to my congestion. So I apologize for that. But we are doing well. We are feeling good. Like I said, we are only five days away from Christmas. But more importantly, we are eight days away from Gypsy Rose being released from prison, which feels like the greatest Christmas gift of all time. We have a lifetime special coming out. There is her book coming out. I need her on like Call Her Daddy. I need her on Trisha Pages's podcast. I need her on Hot Ones. I need I cannot wait for the press tour that Gypsy Rose Blanchard is going on and I'm going to eat up every single bit of it. So I'm just warning you all now that for the next month or so, there's going to be like a whole Gypsy Rose section because I just, I cannot wait to see what this bitch does now that she's free and out of jail. Our girl's getting out. Thank God. Free Gypsy. We're so close and I'm so excited to see what is next for the gal. Um, Before we hop in I have some fun things today that I wanted to chat about but I had the most bizarre well Thomas and I had the most bizarre experience this weekend with a restaurant and Grubhub. It wasn't Grubhub's fault at all so I'm not like not coming for them or anything it is fully the restaurant so it was raining on Sunday like I said and what do you want when it's raining ramen we were like ooh, let's find a ramen spot we have a spot that we like in midtown we live a little bit uptown and we weren't sure if they would deliver we both go on we check they deliver we're like oh my god fabulous they have some of the best ramen i've ever had and we it's all we wanted so we go on we order it cool place the order set we even had like a grubhub gift card we were like we're making out like bandits we're not even paying for it like gift card money is free we were so stoked so i go on to place the order whatever and they don't have the exact ramen that i order on grubhub so i was like oh let me just call and see if that's like maybe there's a different name when it's on, you know, Grubhub. I I don't know. So I call, lo and behold, I was correct. So I'm like, hey, I don't see the vegan spicy miso ramen on Grubhub. Is there a way that I can get it through Grubhub? They're like, oh, just order this one. And when you do your modifications, there's an option to make it the vegan one. I was like, all right, great. No problem. So I'm like, cool. We placed the order. We're good to go. We knew it was going to be a wait. Like we were expecting it to be like a 30, 40. Honestly, up to 50 minute delivery time because it is like 70 blocks now thinking about it it is far from us like we can't walk there it's it's very far so obviously we would have tipped well if things went the way they should have but they didn't time goes by we're waiting we're waiting we're checking it we're checking it and thomas orders it on his phone and he looks and it says that the restaurant is now closed after an hour and like 15 minutes went by after we ordered it so we're like what is going on what do you mean the restaurant is closed i had just called them to make sure that they had my ra- my ramen we i called again i'm like hey i'm just calling to make sure you're open they're like yep we're open like we have your order sitting here i don't know why it's not picked up yet we're like all right like don't worry about it we're all good so we're sitting, we're sitting, da da da, whatever. Thomas then is like, we're not getting this food. Like if on Grab Public, like, if a driver is trying to pick up an order, but the restaurant is closed, they're not gonna go to the restaurant to try and get it because they're gonna go out of the way waste their time. And if the restaurant's closed and they can't get it, like they missed the sale. So I was like, um, once he said that, I was like, wait, you're 100% right. We are not getting this food. But I just called the girl for a second time in the last hour and a half and she was there. And like, it was the same girl. So Thomas is like, let me call. So he calls and he's like, hey, you know, we have an order we're waiting for. And she's like, well, I've never used Grubhub or Doordash, so I don't really know how this works. So when she said that, I was like, oh, so you think you're better than us because you've never ordered delivery? I guess I don't know how you live in New York and you've never used Doordash, Grubhub, Uber Eats. She was like insinuating she's never used a delivery service. And I'm like, where do you live? Like it's 2023. What do you like? What do you cook every meal? Are you like one of those like health and wellness girls? Like we get it, Samantha. You're better than us. Fine, don't rub it in. But then she's like, yeah, well, we are closed. We close from 3 to 5 between lunch and dinner, which isn't unheard of. But why are we able to order on Grubhub up until the time that it's closed? And we ordered before an hour and 10. It was like we ordered like 145 that closed at 3. Why wasn't anything picked up? So then she's like, well, did did you assign a delivery driver to your order? Good girl. I know you don't use Grubhub and you're above that and you probably drink your green juice every morning and you do your yoga and this and that. But like, you at least have some common sense. Like, I'm supposed to assign a driver? Come on. Like, it was the most bizarre. Like, I. it was just the weirdest. She was like yeah, we're close. Did you assign them a driver? Like, no, we, we're not. So then we ask if she can cancel it. We're like, all right, whatever. The ramen was sitting there now for at least an hour. Can you just cancel it? Like, we'll just order something else. She's like, no, I can't do that. Let me talk to a manager. She puts us on hold. She goes to talk to a manager. She's like, yeah, we we can't help you. Sorry. And we're like, okay, sick. We ended up getting refunded. But I was less like. In what world does it make sense that we can order from a restaurant that's closing in an hour? Why isn't it closing earlier? There's like, there were no help. It was just the most bizarre experience. This girl clearly had no idea what she was doing. She was not good at her job. And I'm not somebody who like rags on customer service. I've worked in customer service. I've worked in retail. Like, that's not me. I'm usually very understanding and apologetic, but this girl literally had rocks in her skull. I, I don't know, it was, it was bizarre, and it was the most, I, as soon as it happened, I was like, I gotta talk about this on the podcast, which is, like, a thing that's now happening in my head, I'm like, okay, now, as, like, I'm living my life, I'm, like, taking mental notes of, like, okay, wait, this happened, I need to talk about this on the podcast, because it feels like it's, like, a, you know, I'm telling my friends, like, a FaceTime, that's how I want this to be, so, had to just, you know, fill the girls in and let you guys know what was going on, because, like, can you believe it? Like, you, girl, first of all, you live in New York, I mean, I'm assuming you work you work in New York, you probably live in New York, even if it's not Manhattan, you live in one of the boroughs. I can't imagine you're traveling that far to work at a ramen restaurant in Midtown. Second, for you to just like, act as if it's our fault that we didn't assign a driver. I don't know. Uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe she's young. Maybe she's new to New York. I don't know. Regardless, figure it out because it's not, it's not it. That being said, it is time to dive into the show, and I'm so excited to announce that we have a new segment on the show called Drew Releases, which is my spin on new releases. So I've been realizing that a lot of the show is segmented into parts about like music coming out or music that had come out the week before so I was thinking of ways how can I make this a segment and you know put it into the show so we talk about everything at once and it makes sense and it's all segmented you know I never I don't want the podcast to ever feel like we're jumping around from topic to topic I mean we we do but I want it to feel a little more structured and as we're going it's I'm learning and I'm figuring out what works what doesn't and like how I want to approach it so I had the idea of introducing this new segment like I said it's called. releases and I am so excited. So essentially what this segment is going to be is it'll be only releases that we know about coming up and then the next week it'll be talking about the releases that we talked about last week. So this isn't going to be any like Taylor Swift, there were five holes in the fence, like speculating or SZA dropping an album cover and not releasing the album that week. We'll get into that. This is for confirmed releases, upcoming or from that previous friday and we're just gonna you know we'll talk about what's coming up we'll talk about what we think after and it's just going to be a little fun segment with that obviously every week there's not going to be a new release and there may be some weeks there'll be one song some weeks there'll be three some weeks there'll be albums some weeks there'll be nothing so it really is just depending on how the girls feed us so if the girls are feeding me I will feed the podcast. So it's not going to be necessarily a weekly segment, especially probably for the next like two or three weeks because during Christmas, nobody really releases. But I wanted to just start it now so we can kick off in the new year fresh. And with that, our, we have three Drew releases for the week that came out last week. And they are starting with Not My Fault," Megan The Stallion, Renee Rapp for the Mean Girls movie. We talked about it last week and I just as I expected. I'm eating it up. Absolutely loving it. I love Renee Rapp. You guys know that. I love Megan Thee Stallion. You guys know that. And I love Mean Girls. Like, really, this equation could not have gone wrong for me, but the song itself is genuinely so good. It kicks off with none other than Lindsay Lohan at the beginning, which, like, I was automatically like, yep, number one in my heart. Kicks off with that, which was just such a fun, like, callback to the movie because the song is called Not My Fault, which is a play on this Not My Fault You're, like, In Love With Me or whatever from Mean Girls. Then it goes into this whole fun little, you know, Renee has, Renee has like a, almost like a different sound to her voice. Absolutely loved it. If it's a Broadway girl into a pop star pipeline, I'm buying every single ounce of it and Renee is no exception. And then, I mean, Megan Thee Stallion, I'm just, everything she does, I'm like, yep, perfect, seal of approval, like it is always perfection. And I'm, I love the song. I think it's so much fun. I'm also now raising a brow at the idea of Renee's Regina being lesbian in the movie because she says, can a gay girl get an amen? Now we don't know where the movie, where the, I'm sorry, where the song is going to play out in the movie necessarily. So it could just be like a credit song. It's, lo- it's in the track list of the album. It's low. So it could very much well be a credit song, but regardless, like Renee is singing the song and she's Regina in the movie so I'm curious if this is from Regina's POV or Renee's POV. I, I could see them making Regina gay in the movie because she does end up stop being a plastic and she's on the lacrosse team so why not switch it up and be like oh you know she's yeah she came out and she's now a sports girl which again I know that's like stereotyping I, I, granted my whole softball team in high school is all lesbians now but that beside us I don't think it could be like a far-off plot and it's not a hard plot for them to change in the movie uh, and it could totally be like oh my god Aaron Samuels was like her cover her beard I don't know whatever it was so that could be a fun little spin so just more excitement for the Mean Girls movie I can't wait they had some showings over the weekend and uh for like influencers and media and everyone who I saw who was there was absolutely loving it they said that it was great They can't put out full reviews until the 10th, I want to say it was. So we won't know really like full details until then, but I, I can't wait. I'm so excited for this movie. It's going to be so, so good. The next Drew release that we have is not necessarily a new release, but it is new to streaming. And me being me, I had to talk about it. Last week was the 10 year anniversary of Beyoncé's self titled album, Beyoncé, which is, I think I can say it's my favorite Beyoncé album. Beyonce and Renaissance, they, they teeter back and forth, but up until Renaissance came out, self-titled was my favorite Beyonce album. I remember where I was when I woke up that morning and saw that she released the album. It was like, I got, I waited to get my, I remember when we had to buy iTunes gift cards back in the day, I like couldn't buy the full album on iTunes because I didn't, I was broke. I was 17 when it came out. Yeah. 17, 18. 10 years ago so 18 so i was like i was working but like i didn't have money to spend on things so i was oh my god when it came out i was like i need an itunes gift card for christmas i got one christmas morning i opened it i remember i literally ran to my ipod put the itunes gift card in to buy the apple and listen to it because i was so stoked and i mean just what a great album that alone, she released Grown Woman on streaming services for the first time. It was available as a music video, but there was never like the song version of it. So if you, I ever wanted to listen to it, I would literally have to watch the music video on my phone. You don't have to sit there and watch it, of course. But you know, you, it's, it's a whole thing. You have, you can't like, when I would make a playlist with it, it would always like pause and stop. And it was always so frustrating. I love the song. If you haven't heard it, it is, it just, it's a great song. And for it to finally be on streaming, super exciting. And for her Beyoncé to just recognize an album's, like, anniversary is really cool. She I don't even think she did much for Dangerously in Love this year's release. I don't know if she did anything. Not that I can think of. She obviously did one year of Renaissance. I was at the show when she did that. But she didn't even do anything big for that. She made a t-shirt. She didn't, like sing any extra songs she didn't give us the big three which is drunken love all up in your mind and thick which she only did at like seven or eight shows we didn't get it for the year of renaissance show which like some beef with miss giselle there but we'll keep it there um but grown woman Grown Woman is now on streaming and it's quickly going to be in my replay because I've been listening to it on repeat and I'm, I'm just so excited about it. The third and final release that we had last week was actually one that I didn't even know was coming out. I was scrolling through my Apple Music homepage and it was like the new releases of the week and I saw this on there. It was The Veronicas. So they released their first single in two years called Detox and The Veronicas, I mean, back in the day, obviously Untouched, like we were all obsessed with them back in like 2006 and then you know they've gone through like their phases and i've listened to their music here and there through the years i'm definitely not like a super fan i don't i couldn't name their albums i don't keep up with it but i do like to like check in here and there to see what's going on so when i saw that they had a release i was really excited clicked on it and it was very good i really liked it it had like a, a more i mean they're always kind of rocky but it definitely had that like rock pop kind of feel to it and it was it was just fun I don't know I um I looked into them a little bit more just because now that I'm doing the podcast I feel like I should be more educated and this looks like it's their first single with a new record label they signed with them last year in 2022 so I believe this is their first single with them if I'm wrong don't come for me in the comments I, I, I'm just a boy with a microphone but I'm um, really liking this new single and I'm excited I'm assuming that there's an album coming out I saw that they're going on tour next year so definitely excited to see what's coming up for them I'm assuming that there's an album so, yeah, just a fun little like surprise that I wasn't expecting to see on my new release Friday last week. So that being said, those are our Drew releases for the week. Like I said, if there's no new release coming out, Drew releases won't be a segment every week. so this is only gonna happen when there's something coming out that I know about. If there's something coming out that I don't mention, you know, the the week that you're listening and it's like an artist you think I might like a new album, a new song, something, send them away. I'm happy to listen to it, but I'm not gonna make this segment like me searching out. For songs, I'm not going to like Google what's coming out this Friday and seek out an artist I maybe don't know or don't listen to. It's going to be mainly just like people that I know that's what's coming out. So if I don't mention an artist that somebody likes, like it's not that I don't necessarily like the artist. I just don't know that they're releasing. So send them my way, I'm like excited to listen to new artists. And I hope this is a way that I can connect with the audience and kind of chat with you guys about your favorite artists, my favorite artists, give you some new songs, give me some new songs and just kind of create, you know andrew's too pop to handle infinite playlists we can just kind of share music and you know do our thing so that is drew releases i hope you guys enjoy that and i hope that it kind of i'm excited to see the way that it kind of separates the topics from the music coming out and things like that and how i can kind of spearhead the episodes moving on to just more kind of like pop culture news and topics ah <sighs> Sizza. You had me all excited last week. It was such a, I had the longest week last week. I don't know why I talked about it, I think, but I I made a TikTok. I was like, this was the longest week of my life. And all I wanted was a new SZA album to come out on Friday. I woke up on Friday, typed into my little phone and I was like, SZA, Lana, nothing, nothing. Girl, like, how do you put out an album cover, six album covers at that? And not drop it that Friday. You know why? Because she's SZA. It's going to be... People are going to eat it up regardless. She released the Control Deluxe album five years after it came out. And it skyrocketed. Like SZA can release on a Wednesday at 3 p.m. And no promotion, no nothing. And it'll be fine. So that's why she can continue to just like hold this in front of us and dangle it like we're little like we're little starving animals and they're like dying for something. But I was so upset. I was so excited to wake up on Friday and even if it was like one song, two songs, an album, whatever it was, I was like nothing. So maybe this Friday we'll get it. I don't know. There's no release date. She did put up a billboard in LA though of the album. It just said coming soon. So who knows when soon means. Anyone I feel like in any fandom knows that the word soon is like to be taken with a half of a grain of salt because it is like, you you just never know. You know, these artists, I mean, and again, it is a lot of label things. Like sometimes they can't put out a song. Like perfect example, Troye Sivan teases Rush on TikTok all summer. Could have been released for Pride Month in June, which would have been like so perfect, but he couldn't release it until like August because of like record label, things like that, which I mean, I get it, but it's like, ugh, it drives me nuts, drives me nuts. It's like when an influencer or a YouTuber is like, I'm working on a secret project. I can't tell you about it yet, but I promise you're going to love it. It's like, then don't tell us you're working on it. Like, why are you like edging us with music and things like that if we're not going to have it soon? It just hurts. It hurts. Continuing on though, we have two more people who are doing this to us again edging us with music and who knows when it's coming out Ariana Grande I'm looking at you Miss Ponytail bitch has been posting in the studio nonstop. this week she posted videos and you can hear her talking in the studio she's with Max Martin so it's like all right instant hit it's gonna be fucking fantastic but she's in the studio puts the headphones on does her thing and mutes the video which I get it like she can't she can't post a snippet and just do it but again I'm like oh my god she's getting us excited I can't wait like but I'm just like, when when is it gonna come? When is it happening? I'm still sticking by a January release just for my idea, what I'm thinking, because if we get more wicked stuff in February and then, you know, it all kind of like it's like a big melting pot of Ariana next year, I'm feeling. I feel like there's gonna be she's gonna be everywhere again, and I'm very excited for it. But again, she just kind of like she's like blue balling us with these studio videos. And I swear to god, if I get on this podcast next week and there's another video of her in the studio that was released with a muted audio track. I might rip my hair out moving forward though another artist who is dangling the carrot in front of us and is trying to like tell us music is coming but doesn't know when my favorite my like my number one artist next to beyonce lord lord this week archives all of her posts except for one on instagram changes her profile picture to a photo of her getting her aura red which will come into play in a second and then posts a selfie of herself listening with headphones on and then like laying on the floor with headphones on saying she's listening to herself. So the aura thing, if you don't know, if you're not a big Lord fan, it's become a tradition that every time she's about to release an album, she goes to get her aura read. She's done it for Melodrama, she did it for Solar Power, and now she just posted or changed her profile picture to her getting it read. It was from like November of this year so, just a few weeks ago. So everyone's like, wait, you got your aura read, that means the album must be coming out. It's like the tradition it's what you do. And then she comments on something and is like, no, it's not coming soon. I don't do Easter eggs. That's not my thing. But I'm just, I'm just letting you know I'm working on something. So girl, when is it coming? She's one who I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. I don't, the word soon for her, she, I never forget. She was, she posted something, I think it was like New Year's of 27. No, it was like the year before Melodrama came out. And she said, I whispered, as the ball dropped, I whispered, I, the name of the album to my mom. It was, and it was like a year before the album came out or something. So she is one who will literally tease it for a while. So I am not, I'm not putting my clown makeup on. I'm not saying we're getting a release anytime soon, but there is something in the oven with Lord, And I'm very excited. She put a bunch of emojis on her comment where she said she wasn't teasing anything. And there were, there was like a, like the skeleton x-ray um I think it was like the DNA. It was like a blue uh the diamond and a microphone. I think those were those, which is kind of like a fun almost like mellow drama vibe like the blue very is very much like a blue you know melodrama was a whole blue album kind of feel so i'm curious what the sound's gonna be like especially after she's kind of switched it up from melodrama to solar power so very curious to see like what's in store for lord with this next album she sells it i buy it i'm obsessed with her so regardless i will be streaming i'll be buying i will be buying the vinyl i'll be promoting it here i'll be posting about it here doing it there so i'm very excited but we should another these girls are just like teasing us but I will say if siza Ariana and Lord all release within the next like month or however many months my little gay heart will not be able to handle it I'm just saying it I huh it's gonna be a lot but I'm ready I am I'm just I'm gearing up and I'm ready for it because I feel like it, it'll be it's gonna be a big year it's gonna be a big year for releases and I'm I I'm, I'm just excited I can't wait uh something else I'm really excited about. Kesha is officially free from Dr. Luke I feel like most people know this if you don't Kesha was in a really like sad situation with her music so Dr. Luke is a I hate to even say his name like I say it and I'm like ugh um he's a music producer and he produced the first of uh Kesha's two albums maybe three three albums and then it came out that there was like sexual assault sexual you know allegations of Dr. Luke to Kesha so obviously she was trying to get out of it but as we all know record labels are impossible to break a contract so it's so hard once you sign it's it's crazy because it's really just a piece of paper with a signature but it is like impossible to break so she was in a six album contract so she had to complete six albums she released that sixth album last year this year this year gag order whenever that came out I want to say it was this earlier this year yeah she released it Side I I love the album but so she released her sixth album and then she went to trial in like July or August it was end of the summer when she went to finally break it and just be done and as of yesterday she posted a picture and she was like out on like a lake and mountains or whatever and she said coming home I'm finally coming home something along those lines and she is officially free from Dr. Luke thank you God, I, it's just like so sad to see an artist who all she, Kesha is, I mean, I I say it all the time, Kesha raised me. Like listening to Kesha, freshman year of high school, listening to TikTok and the the whole Cannibal Animal album, like both of those coming out was such a pivotal moment in my life. There's like so many songs that like probably shouldn't have been listening to at 13, 14, 15, but I was getting my life. I, ugh, I was obsessed. And it's just sad to know that, like, you know, what was going on? She was like, I'm pretty sure the case was sexual assault, physical assault, verbal assault or abuse, rather. And for her to be dealing with that when she's releasing these songs, talking about like waking up in the morning, feeling like P. Diddy with a bottle of Jack and, you know, laughing at old men hitting on her in the club and all this is going on. It's like, you just you never know what's happening. And it's sad, but she is officially free and I couldn't be more excited. The next thing on my list, the next two things actually, they they don't necessarily correlate, but they don't not correlate and it'll make sense as I talk about it. So I watched Z-Way interviewing George Santos and as much as I don't want to feed into the George Santos train, I think the cameos are a bit much. I think like, you know, all the press he's getting now, whatever, it's a bit much. I have to give Z-Way her flowers for flowers to do. I mean, the girl is just hilarious. Everything she does is so funny. She has such a way with words where she will trick her guests almost into saying what she wants them to say and find her way to like dance around the question. And even when they're like trying not to answer it, she'll just kind of go back at them. And I, she was like, he was like, oh, I can say it again. You, Icon, you can Like, And she pulled, oh, it was, it was so well done. It was really, really funny. And I, I think that this is a perfect way to nail in the coffin and like officially put the diva down. I think we need to wrap up the George Santos conversation. This is the last time I'm hoping, my fingers are crossed if you're watching the video, my fingers are literally crossed this is the last time we had to talk about him. I hope this is like the final goodbye. I know it's, it's not going to be unfortunately, but I am definitely not on board with the like Let's make a platform for George Santos after everything he did. When he was in role, we all hated him and nobody wanted anything to do with him. And he was anti-drag queen, anti-trans. He was lying about his money. He was lying about how he spent things. He was just like not a good person. So now for him to be voted out and like terminated from the role and people are like, yes, queen, like joking about it. Let's, let's, uh, we had our fun for two weeks. Everyone had their fun. Let's cut it there. Let's stop while we're ahead and let Z Way be the final boss. I think she, you know, she did her thing. It was hilarious. I and I, I can't lie and be like I didn't enjoy it because I did. It was hilarious. But I think it's a great way. Let's put the bow on top of the present, send it off, no return label. Just goodbye. We're done. No returns. No 30 days. No 60 days. The George Santos package has left the building. <laughs> and the next thing that doesn't necessarily correlate, but does correlate is Mr. Senate Top and Senate Bottom getting down. It like what? When I saw these tweets about the two individuals who were getting freaky in the Senate, I was like, "What is going on in the House of Commerce?" <laughs> like freaking insane. And then. It's not even, I mean, okay, the act of it actually do your thing, you know, whatever. It's, it's a story to tell. That's not where I have the issue because I actually, I, I'm not mad about it. Though what I'm stuck on is this kid's digital footprint. He has old Venmo requests saying, like, Joe Biden spit in my mouth. He has old, like, pictures, like, nudes, I want to say, on the internet. Like, just all of these old, like, tweets and pictures and, like, Venmo things and coming out. And I'm like, you are working in the government. And they do a harder scrub for you to get into college. They did a harder scrub for me to get into my community college of my social media than they did for this kid to work in a government official role. What? Like... And not that I'm, I'm very anti, like, oh, don't post that because you're not going to get this or that. Like, usually, like, I mean, obviously, digital footprint is, is major. It's, it does play a part. There is a role, it can come back up. But I'm like, I think there's like, it was put on us so much and they're like, this is going to stay on the internet forever. And now I'm like, well, where are all my old MySpace photos that are gone? I wish I had them still and I can't find them because they disappear. So we are learning that maybe the internet isn't necessarily forever. You know, we can, we can clean it up. And that being said, this kid should have cleaned up his social records before applying for this job before he, I don't even know like how you apply for a job with like the White House, and like I didn't even know what his role was to be honest, but he was up there. Like he was clearly, he fucked his way to the top, and it's just I want to know the screening process for hiring people, and I I need to know. I I don't want to. I want to sit down with the HR manager who like signed the agreement to hire this kid and didn't go through. Maybe his Venmo, I could see it being a little far, but like there was plenty of other things that they could have pulled and been like, oh, you know, maybe, maybe this isn't going to work out well, but hey, he, you know, he, he did his thing. He has a funny, funny story to tell and he got dicked down. So like, I guess the real winner is Aiden (laughs) and with that that brings us to the end of the show our yes and mess of the week I say it every week but if you are new here every week we end the show with my yes and my mess of the week yes being something I love and mess being something I'm not loving so much we also every week do yes or mess on my stories every Sunday night, usually like 6, 7 o'clock Eastern. I post, uh, I usually try to do like 5, some, 5 to 10 It's usually like my, my limit. I don't like to go too crazy with it, but between 5 and 10, I'll pick some things, you know, whether it's a, like a funny tweet or a song that came out, just kind of things that have happened since I uploaded the episode and Sunday and just kind of get a, a gauge of what I should talk about on the episode and I ask you guys if you thought it was a yes or a mess. So you have the option to kind of play that with me every week and i we think it's fun to go through and see what everybody's voting for and i i feel like right now our audience is kind of on the same we can all agree it's rare that the polls are like complete polar opposites it's either like a complete 50 50 split or like a whole 100 and i feel like you know obviously as we grow we're going to get more people who are voting this and that so that's a fun little game that i do so if you're not following us on instagram make sure you are because like what are you doing but with that our yes of the week is the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants reunion that happened over the weekend. So there was a, a Barbie screening that was put on by sag and the, I don't think anyone could have expected this to happen, but America Ferrera, Blake Lively, Amber Tamblyn, and Alexis Goudel all were there together. Um, it looks like they were there to support America Ferrera, and they posted photos together and it ended up, they ended up having something else, I guess, that night. They all got together and Blake posted this really cute selfie of them. They were all sitting on, like, a couch. And this is what I... This is how I want reunions to happen, I feel like. Like, this was the perfect way. They were there supporting their girl. I don't know that there's been another reunion recently with them. Like, I don't think this is... I don't know the last time the four of them were all together. And it, it's just... It's, it's fun to see people who played such a pivotal roles together growing up, it like for us growing up, now still being friends, still supporting each other, being there for each other, and like showing out for each other. Blake posted the cutest little caption and it ended with, pants equal love, love your sisters, love yourself. And this is what I want from a reunion. I want them to just be supporting themselves. I want them to post a cute little picture, you know, I, we don't always need the full reboot of a show. We don't always need the tell all expose podcast. Just be good people and good friends and stay in touch and support each other and do something like this. Because when this was, I was like, this is my new Roman empire. Just thinking about this sisterhood of the traveling pants reunion. It was, I don't know. It was just, it made me so happy. A lot of people were tweeting about it. So obviously it was a a big impact and I just, I don't know, made me so happy. Our mess of the week. So now something I'm not loving so much. Taylor Swift went to Travis Kelsey's game over the weekend at Gillette Stadium. They were playing the Patriots. She was there. I mean, yeah. It is not unknown that Gillette Stadium is like the head Swifty in charge when it comes to stadiums they are like they were the first stadium taylor ever played it was her first rain show they go all out for taylor every single tour they will they'll like uh mow the grass to say like taylor swift 13 they go I've, i went to a rep tour at gillette stadium and it was like it, there's just such a different energy there because st- like all the staff is so excited their socials are always going nuts for taylor like gillette stadium and taylor swift are besties it's not an unknown thing. The mess of the week. There were so many videos of Patriot fans putting their camera on like either Taylor in the box or Taylor on the big screen and booing and throwing a fit and they were posting all over there like well I guess I can't watch football anymore because I have to see Taylor's whipped every time. Are you- it is- it is five seconds she is on the screen max. Max. And I understand it's infiltrating your sport. I I get that. I understand it's like, okay, I just want to watch the game. Totally understand that. I totally, totally understand. But what is different about when you're watching a game and there's a celebrity in the crowd and they show them then? Why are we now booing Taylor Swift? Because she's there supporting her boyfriend, who is also a huge football player. Like, Travis Kelsey is... I mean, I don't watch football, but from what I know, he's great at what he does. So it's not like she's there just because and showing up to all these games to be on TV. Like she doesn't need to be seen. We all know if Taylor Swift does not want to be seen, she won't be. She is there supporting Her man doing her thing. There are plenty of other football wives. They actually before the game, the wives of the home team go down to the field and like are with the players beforehand. It's like a a thing that they do. I only know that because of the totes. They talked about it, but uh, the wives go down and they like you know they do the little the huddle with the husbands. It's like a thing. So it's not uncommon for a partner to be at a game supporting their man. So why are we booing Taylor Swift like? it's very much giving pick me energy. It's very much giving like, oh, I, I just want to post this to piss people off online and like make a funny joke and maybe have a hit tweet. Well, you look stupid. You look like an idiot and I don't understand what you're getting at with it. So let's keep that stupid, negative, like fragile masculinity. Let's keep that in our back pocket and like cut the shit because as much as You want to watch your football players do their thing on the field? I want to watch Taylor Swift drink a beer and eat chicken fingers or whatever she's doing. I want to see it. So there's a little bit for you, a little bit for us. And I think there's a happy medium that can be had. And just shut up. Like it's not, it's literally not hard to be quiet and just like not boo. Control yourself. You're an animal. All of you. All these men who are acting like it's the end of the world because Taylor Swift is at a football game. You, you need help. You need therapy. You need, you need to figure yourself out, because it's five seconds of the screen time. You're, you, just because maybe if you're, maybe if your players were better and they were you know fumbling the ball and screwing up, we wouldn't have to show Taylor Swift every few minutes to give us something entertaining and exciting to look at. You ever think about that? Do you ever think about the fact that like, if the football game was actually good, they wouldn't have to show the wives and or Taylor Swift in the crowd to like, give it excitement and get people to watch? on that yeah you know what think about that and with that that's the end of the show <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of two pop to handle if you're watching this on youtube make sure you hit that subscribe button give us a thumbs up if you're listening to us at a podcast make sure you leave us a five-star review wherever you are listening we're available on spotify apple amazon google you name it we're available there so make sure you give us a nice five-star review it really does help out a lot uh, follow us, subscribe to us, whatever it may be to make sure you're notified the next time you upload an episode. And if you're not following us on socials, what are you doing? Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Like I said, YouTube, we are at 2 pop handle anywhere on social. And I say it every week, send this episode to a friend, send it to one person. If every listener sends it to one person, I'll double in listeners. I mean, it, it's that simple. Thank you again so much for listening. I hope you guys have a fabulous Christmas. Oh my gosh, next time we talk to you, it'll be after Christmas. So yeah, have a very Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.